0: Hello, and thank you for listening. We're doing the Haftorah of Parshas Toldos, which is the beginning of Sefer Malachi. As we know, there are eight books of Nevi'im. The last one is called Tre'asar, which is made up of 12 smaller nevois, 12 prophecies, which the Gemara and Bavabasra tells us that were put into one book because they were too small to uh, succeed on their own, and they may have been lost. Malachi is the last nevuah recorded in Tre'asar, and it is made up of only three chapters, three prakim. It is a total of fifty-five psukim, and has a very special distinction that we have two Haftarahs from this very small sefer. The first one is Parshas Toldos. The second one is the very famous Haftira of Shabbos Hagadol. Of the fifty-five psukim that make up Sefer Malachi. Or the sub safer of Malachi, we read three-quarters of them according to most menhagim throughout the year. Now, the Gemara in Megillah, according to one view which the Gemara accepts, says that Malachi ze Ezra. Malachi was actually the great leader, Ezra, who led the Jews back in the beginning uh, of the Baisheni of the Second Beis era, who led them during that time, and in fact Malachi was one of the three last Neviim, which is which were Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. This Haftorah is is basically Musr to Klal telling them how to behave and how uh, to act in the Beis HaMikdosh, and we assume that it has to do with the fact that they weren't—they had had a, a break between the first and second Beis HaMikdosh, they were getting used to the fact of having a Beis HaMikdosh again, or they were getting used to different aspects of being in Eretz Yisrael once again. And for the most part, the Haftorah reads, as Malachi tells Klal Yisrael, how they should bring carbonos, how they should bring maiser, uh different aspects. And there's a very famous pasuk in this haftarah which the Gemara expounds on in more than one place. The pasuk reads as follows: V'chisagishun iver ein It's a rhetorical question. You think that you can bring a blind carbon, and there's nothing wrong with that. V'chisagishu piseach v'choyla ein roh. Do you think that you can bring a carbon, a sacrifice? which is lame or sick. HaKriveyonolopechasecha, bring it to your minister. HaYertzecho, will he show grace? will he accept your face? Amr Hashem Malachi is saying in the name of Hashem that people were bringing karbonos, which were B-class at most. And many of them didn't have clear precedent for being puzzle. so in other words, a person would say to himself, "Listen, I have these animals. They're lame. I can't sell them, and I'm not going to keep them around. And he, okay, I'll bring them as a carbon." Malachi tells the Jewish people, "This is not the way to bring a carbon. A carbon should be brought from the best. It should be brought with um, thinking that it's the part. It's your donation. It's your it's your uh, token." that you can show HaKadosh Baruch Hu, how much how much it means to you the fact that we're able to have this connection with Hashem. And the Gemara brings us in many places and tells us how this applies to all different areas of our life. One thing the Gemara tells us in Bav Basra that there's a certain defect that wine can have for Kiddush without getting into all the, the nitty-gritty of it, but even the Gemara says that if... It, if there was a certain type of poison in, in the wine and you sifted it out, it still should not be used for Kiddush because Kiddush is something that is a service to Hashem and such wine is second class. This is not something that we should be doing a special mitzvah and a special bracha on to honor Shabbos or Yom Tov. Now, I'd like to focus on the opening of this haftorah, which is the reason why we read this haftorah on Parsha's Taldus. Generally... The Avotayri has a connection with the parsha the Torah portion that we read. The beginning of this Avotayri says as follows: "Ahavti eshem Amar Hashem." Hashem says, "I love you." Vamartem, and we say b'ma Avtonu. With what do you love us? Haloi ach Esav liyakov no Hashem. Esav is a brother to Yaakov, vaoyav Yaakov, and I love Yaakov. V'es Esav senasi, and I disliked Esav, as Shimama, I made his mountains desolate, that's the Midbar, and I made his portion into the uh desert like. Now this is an obvious connection to our parsha which discusses Yaakov and Esav and how they grew up and how they um ended up on opposite ends of the spectrum, with Esav hating Yaakov and we know Halocha, son of Yaakov, that's a a clear thing throughout history that Esav and Yaakov oppose each other. Now, the question is how this connects with the rest of the Haftorah and the, and the rest of Sefer Malachi. Is it just saying an opening statement? And it seems to be giving credit to Klal Yisrael, giving credit to the Jewish people, saying, Hashem loves you so much, and then he gets into the uh, the Musr aspect or the the areas where they have to do better in, in serving Hashem with the mitzvahs of Eretz Yisrael and carbonus etc. So the Malbim says as follows. The Navi is starting off with a rhetorical question, why did Hashem love the Jewish people over Esav? They were brothers and they were equal. With what way, how did Yaakov excel and exceed beyond what Esav did? And for that it says that the the reason, the underlying reason that the Navi is bringing out is because of his deeds. It wasn't intrinsic, it wasn't just a blind love that Hashem had for Yaakov, rather it's because of what they did. And explains the Malbim, that is the next verse, that says, Ki edom rushashnu, He learns, this passage as saying, that if Edom says that it has to do with their mazel, with their luck, or with their zodiac, that causes them to have the portion or the place in history that they do, this is what Hashem will say to them, "Hey, Vani that does, that's, has nothing to do with it. It's because of the actions that Adam has done. And the Navi is using that as an opening statement by saying that, look, call Yisrael, you are beloved by Hashem, but it's not for naught. It's not a blind love that will just cover over everything that you do. You have to act properly and you have to continue that tradition of being the Yaakov that was always the beloved one for what he did and for what he stood for and for what his family and descendants stand for. This is a concept which we find expressed in other words, in a different um, manner by the Briskarov, who says that if we look in the psukim, it's pretty clear that Yishmael was destined not to be the heir, the spiritual heir of Avram. Even before he was born, he was uh he was pretty much given his place in history as being a para adam, being a wild person. Later on, Hashem tells Avram, Karl Hazara, Yitzhak will be your your child and Yitzhak's descendants that will be your spiritual Um, heirs, but with Yaakov and Esav, they were brothers who both had an equal part. They could have, perhaps they could have both been Zeichah, or at least they had an equal chance. And the fact that Yaakov was the one that won or picked up this credit was because of his deeds, was because of his actions. And because of that, Yaakov and his descendants were chosen to be the chosen people and to continue the legacy of the Avois and and the uh, be the bearers of the torch of Torah and Mitzvahs. Which, thinking about it, brings us to a light to understand the Parsha. It's not just a story of how Yaakov triumphs and how he comes through, passes the tests properly, but it's also a sad tale of asav who, again from when they were born, we know they're going to be on opposite sides, but it's not clear who is going to be on top and who's going to be on bottom. And the way many Mepharshim learn and the way that the Malbim is telling us here, the of could have won as well. of could have been so much. of had such good potential. And there's a very famous uh, word from the very famous that Rav Chaim Shmulevitz, the Rosh Hashiva and the Mir and Yerushalayim told us, he says, the Gemara tells us that Esav's head ended up in the Ma'ars together with the others. And he says that's because Esav's head had such good potential, but his body didn't carry out that potential, didn't follow through and bring that potential into fruition. So this is an aspect that we, when we go through the Parsha, in seeing these words of Malachi, it can bring us to a whole new aspect and say, look, what we have from our forefathers is great. But unless we continue and we build on it and we act properly, it's not going to connect us and not going to necessarily help us fulfill our destiny. Have a wonderful Shabbos.